Chip. Ralph. How's it going, What's buddy? going on, baby? Oh, all the things. All the things. That's what I love uh-huh. to hear. It's <laughs> good to hear from you, buddy. Yeah. Me too, man. Hope you've had a good week. I have. I have. Have you? It's been a little crazy. Kids haven't been sleeping. Mm. And I, as much as I love summertime, because it's really, like, awesome right now. It's good weather. Um, the kids stay up later and later because the sun's up. So Yeah. In, that's true. In winter, I can get them down at, like, 7.15. Sometimes with some good, you know, exercise. Now they're, like, I, mean, I just got them down, like, 10 minutes ago. It's nine o'clock, oh. goddammit. Go to bed. <laughs> well, the sun just set, though. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. It's not even dark out. Be like, I don't care. Go to bed. <laughs> I forgot you three hours back, so it just mm-hmm. it just dropped for you. They're yeah. like, hey, man, there's still some light peeking through them curtains. <laughs> My head ain't got to hit the pillow for shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like Superman. They're like energized by the sun. Come on, old man. I'm still getting this yellow sun on me. <laughs> That's right. Oh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rail Talk. We're your hosts, Jarrell Williams and Soren Jarrell. And we're going to talk about affirmative action today. Please. It's been changed by the Supreme Court this past week. So I'll give us some facts and then we'll jump into it. Mm-hmm. So from what I looked up, Affirmative action is a policy put in place to promote opportunities for groups suffering from discrimination. It started September 24, 1965, by President LBJ, Lyndon B. Johnson, uh, created to prohibit employment discrimination by organizations receiving federal contracts and subcontracts. Mm. It eventually became something for the education. The first case was in 1978, a landmark decision by the Supreme Court of the United States, which involved a dispute over preferential treatment for minorities to reduce educational opportunities for whites without violating the Constitution. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting thing. Uh, let me see. And did they hinge that on the same amendment with, with which they overturned it? I forget which one, 13 or 14, whatever they mentioned. I think it's the 14th. 14th, right? Isn't 13th yeah. like prohibition or some shit? 13th anyway, is matter. the, yeah, the end of slavery. That's it. Yeah. Emancipation. Uh, let me see. Let me see. How is it used? It adverse impact and the four-fifth rule. A selection rate for any race sex or ethnic group which is less than four-fifths or 80 percent of the rate of the group with the highest percentage that's how it's enforced i get real nervous when any government body starts talking in fifths man (laughs) when i read that shit i was like not the three-fifths thing and i'm like why do they measure shit in fifths i know right that's weird Nothing is equally divided in fifths ever. That's a strange ass system. Fifth is equally divided in fifths. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's an odd number in itself. <laughs> They're not even using prime numbers. 
That's what we're doing now. 750 milliliters, right? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> um, okay. Thanks and uh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, thanks for the, the background. I didn't nope, know that, that was it. Nope. input in 65 that has been around for quite some time. Yes. And I'm sure it's been challenged many times, and yet it's always been upheld. Yes. So, all right, where do we pivot from here? Do you want to pivot to the positive reaction, to the positive effect that it has had? Yes, absolutely. All right. Do we dare say the fucking obvious ones? Like, it's given opportunities to... Minorities, people that wouldn't have been able to get into the institutions that they were allowed into. I mean, that's what people are upset about. And I, I wanted to, I don't know, we can start here, but I'm fucking going there anyways. Let's do it. I wanted to address the 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 Clarence Thomas thing. Um, okay, because he's the one that's been like very anti affirmative action even though he got into, I think it's Columbia or Stanford. Um, Thank you. Due, due to the affirmative action. Yes! yes! And he's like, you know, ever since then, it's been, it's tarnished him. Like, he didn't get in on his own merits. He got in because the color of his skin. Somehow he internalized that shit. It's something, you know, really bad. Fine. You know, I can't tell you how to feel. I feel your feelings. Um, but you still got in. But... Also, that's just a bullshit bitch-ass response. There are a lot of people in this world that get opportunities that they don't fucking deserve and then go on to make the best of them. That's, that's all you can I'm do saying. with it. What you do after you seize the opportunity is what matters. Yeah. How you get in the door, hey, you just got in the door, that's cool. Dude, but I know you some complaining. Oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 no go ahead. Like, Oh. I was going to say, and you shutting down affirmative action because you feel salty about how you got in is you closing the door behind you so no one else mm-hmm. can capitalize on an opportunity. Exactly. And I hate that. Without his bullshit purist morals. Like, fuck yeah. You, He's it's, so hypocritical. Good God. Go ahead. I, I just think it's a, it's just a bitch move, right? It's just a, a, He's a, a bitch, bitch of a person. Yeah, it's just a bitch fucking excuse for what you're trying to accomplish. Which is trying to even the playing field for as many people as possible. I don't think that's evening the playing field. No. Now, we can argue about whether the Supreme Court should be evening the playing field. Because own personal feelings about the, the matter are maybe irrelevant to what the job of the Supreme Court is. But I wanted to at least address the fact that this man, with all his fervor of against affirmative action it's just basically a bitch like it has got to be one of the dumbest things I've ever heard there are at least like half of that fucking place Columbia or wherever Stanford wherever he went I can't remember Uh um, that don't deserve to be there or got there through sheer luck either their generation or the generation above them or above them some sort of luck, some sort of undeserving, wasn't completely 100% worked for. Yeah, like connections and know-how and family wealth. Yeah, okay, yeah. I gotta stop right now and just mention what I just saw. There's uh, three kids outside playing basketball right now. It's still warm. And one of them, and sprinklers are going off in the house next door, and the kid kneels down and drinks from the sprinkler, and I'm like, that kid would have made it through the 80s. He would have done it. That kid's ready. Yeah, that kid's re- he's ready. Yeah, that's for a water hole happens. 
Yeah. What a champion. That's a hose drinker right there. Well done, son. Yes. None of that, like, can you put a squirt of meal in it? Shut up. He got some bird and magic in him. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, that's a tough fucking kid. You're going to be all right. It's a fucking thriller. (laughs) (laughs) That kid's going to be okay. Whatever problem is thrown his way, he'll find a fucking way around it. That kid's going to make it. He's also not a bitch like Clarence Thomas, right? So he probably won't be like, well, it wasn't, I didn't make it 100% unmarried. That water is a bottle. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> nobody makes it 100 percent on merit. You got to be fucking crazy. No one does. No, and that's, that's what everyone has always said. You know, how to excel in life is not you know what you know, but who you know. I think that's. I mean, you need to. That's all you know. Get your foot in the door. Job was who I know. Right. It's <laughs> who you know. Get your foot in the fucking door. That's what this yes. whole affirmative action thing is. Like, look, their families didn't go there for the last 150 years or whatever the point. Yeah, they need that extra little bit. They're like the connection. It was to counterbalance the societal oppression. To oppression and legacy, which I understand are very much intertwined. But let's call out the exact thing that we're talking about here. And that's people getting let in the door when they all they had were like parents that donated or alumni or whatever the case is. The benefits of generational wealth. Yes. yes, yes. It's all intertwined. You are correct. But specifically, because yeah. I think that's the next thing that they're going to be going after, especially the, the Democrats, if they don't trip over their own dumb fucking feet, um, <laughs> which they will. I mean, I have no faith. But um, is to go after, like, legacy rules. Like, you are going to get rid of um, racial bias in admissions, and why would you keep like socioeconomic ones mm. or legacy ones. How do you fight that? Or not yeah, a lawyer. Because it's They'll not like taking out. a law away, or I guess it wasn't a law, but whatever, an amendment yeah. away for uh, affirmative action. Well, affirmative. Um, there was no law or anything. There was just an interpretation That's what I said. rulings, right? Yeah. So yes. I think it's the same thing. Like they come down with a ruling of like, this is not acceptable. It's... So the thing is that there's no law or anything like that, like you said. It's just now if they are found, I don't know what do you want to say, guilty of using race in the college admissions, someone can sue. So basically they just open up a floodgate to a bunch mm. of um, uh, legal yeah, lawsuits, yeah. obviously. Legal actions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all yeah. sorts of – in it's the whole spectrum from like a really – litigious lawsuit to... That's a slippery-ass slope, because, I mean, how do you prove uh, that? Bankrupt fucking fighting them. That's, That's what I'm saying. And, no, and here's where, you know, as many... My college was one of those. University was one of those. Um, we've gone way off the rails from all the positive. Now we're into, I guess, cause and effect. Um, yeah. Like, what does this mean? What does it mean that it was, you know, undone? Well, now places can start ignoring race if they do not word this they want to read it carefully in so my university is one of those they came not within an hour or two after the SCOTUS um, uh, announcement they came out with their own announcement saying like we are committed to diversity and 
and all the <laughs> shit that all the colleges say. Womp, we womp, are womp, totally womp, womp, womp. yeah <laughs> down with with the peoples. We're like, okay, put your money where your mouth is. And they're like, no, because we'll get sued. And that I think is where it becomes problematic. In that, can you? Does this? Is that what that mean, what means now? In that, will utilize race in any part of your cause of admission? Are you now open to a lawsuit from I don't know somebody who got discriminated against or an action from? You have to take it off the applications now, right? No fucking no, dude. We That's would have to still How collect that data. That's a good point because I mean, at some point, you want to measure the the demographics, but at yeah, the, you still collect it. In that same breath, the only true answer would be just to take the demographics off the application, mm-hmm. and then you lose and, all applicant um, information in those demographics because that's the Data way that the colleges and universities do their own census. Mm-hmm. Well, you want to know who's. Of course, the, yes. the more data, the better. There's nothing wrong. Like, why with are that. we not? Why not getting any applicants from? <laughs> you know. Yes. What? <laughs> no, well, because you're in Oregon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you answered your own question there, sport. Yeah. A quick fucking Wikipedia search is going to tell you why. I don't know why you're asking that question. You ignorant motherfucker. Because you just denamed a KKK grand cyclops off your fucking building. <laughs> After wringing your hands a year and a half, <laughs> you, I can Google that right now. It's not that old of an article. You fucking dick. It's happened since you've been there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I remember arguing with one of my buddies, too. He's like, oh, no, no, I should keep it on there for historical purposes. I'm like, that's what a plaque behind a fucking glass, plexiglass thing is for. Long time ago. <laughs> decisions and now we're undoing some of those stupid decisions but we want to at least acknowledge that those stupid decisions were made and they were products of their time etc etc people bring up history for the darndest shit they really do (laughs) it's always it's never like really in defense of anything terribly positive it's nothing good (laughs) you should you should but here's the thing though like you should absolutely keep it you need the context there the name of the building is not context you need like <laughs> full on like what this means what the meant at the time what this meant in the 100 years afterwards what this meant like later, 20 30 years as like we both we all woke up and we're like oh this is not the best guys <laughs> be like uh, i don't know if we should really rock with this dude He's yeah kind of yeah, fucked no. up <laughs> it's no, the same the- thing when we were trying to get you know the the Confederate flags, get mm-hmm. rid of those, and people were like, those are our history, and I was like, no, nah, that's the losing side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to let that go, man. I mean, right. It, it's the equivalent of a swastika. We just got to call it what it is. It is. It really is. It just is. <laughs> it just is. I don't, I, I don't understand how nuanced you can go down that rabbit hole. Well, no, you got to understand. Like, yeah, no, states' rights. And you're right. They shouldn't, federal government shouldn't be able to impugn states' rights, but. Yes. Sometimes it should. <laughs> sometimes it should. Just every, like, not all of them. There's some neo Nazi shit you got to speak yeah. up. <laughs> not every day. Sometimes. That's sometimes the time. Right. Your country yeah, can't represent that shit. <laughs> 
Right. You can't own motherfuckers anymore. I'm sorry. It's over. You lost. Yeah. We were probably like a hundred years late to the game anyway. <laughs> like I guess it's better late than never, but also put away the game for competitor play. Um, oh, that shit and burn it. <laughs> What's funny is that though, the bars and stars, the one that we know, mm-hmm. I think was like it wasn't even it was never active because um, the union flag went through several iterations mm-hmm. and I don't think it was even active during the war. Like this was something that came about afterwards or was just very near the tail end. It's another one of those bullshit fucking <laughs> for history. And yet there's like no good context behind it. No. Like it's you just a tattoos. bunch of honorary people that want to hold on. Yeah. And they either are closeted racist or they just don't want to admit that they're racist. Oh, the ignorance approach. Yeah. Always always a fan favorite. Like the <laughs> like when we were talking about the cold word for the mega people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's the same thing. Make America great again. The fifties only worked for a small percentage of people. That's right. Yeah. No one wants to go back to that shit. So <laughs> let's just be honest. Call it what it is. So, so that's a good question on what that exactly means. We should. I don't know if anyone knows that yet. What? Like we have to wait for like the legal system to kind of sift through it. Like whether you have to take off race off your application now. Or... That's what I'm saying. Like, how deep do they want to take this, and what are going to be the the ramifications of this ruling? I'm and how do you prove unequivocally, or at least not unequivocally, within a reasonable doubt, that you are not using um, race? But goddamn, that makes every student come in a court case. It could. That's what I'm saying. It's this is another thing. Like the time we were talking about when they. Um, took down Roe v. Wade. I I don't think they thought beyond that ruling. I don't think they thought of the consequences of the actions. That is not the court's responsibility to do that, though. Mm. It's not. And I know that you and I had a couple text exchanges mm-hmm. of, like, her and the branches and the checks yes. and balances. And, and that is not their responsibility to figure out what the impact of their decision is going to be on on a society in a in a vacuum, right? So Yes. So what is their you, where is the mm-hmm. end for them? I think they have to see whether it's constitutional or not. And if not, they can because in all of their like statements and stuff, they're like, no, you should go I think the Biden one, even though it's not our conversation isn't really in the scope of the of the student loan thing, and they're like, this, you were not granted these kind of powers under this act. That's something that only Congress can do. And they point them right back to where it's fucking done. All of this can be done via legislation. Mm. The fact that the Democrats <laughs> wasted their fucking majority, what, twice? Yes. And, and instead of codifying um, a, a pro-life bill, whatever you want to call that, mm-hmm. yeah, um, they didn't, they just wasted it. They, they passed 
they waste their time or they let the Republicans, you know, drag their feet on certain things and couldn't even get a justice in. And that's where I think we, that's where I think they went wrong. Um, okay. In that there are other avenues to get to what we, we need to. I don't understand why So I was reading this uh, recent poll on ABC. It's like, how many Americans, you know, generally agree or disagree with the with this specific ruling around affirmative action? And mm-hmm. for the most part, I think it's the majority, 52% or something like that, on this uh, poll. So take that shit with some fucking grain of salt. Motherfuckers, <laughs> that don't answer a poll on this stuff. Um, agree with agree with the ruling. Um. And then there are other parts that are like, whatever percentage disagree, and like sixteen percent mm-hmm. like don't fucking know something. I don't know how you don't fucking know, but I okay. don't know. That's one of those things when they like, I don't have an opinion. What? Are you, are you not on this earth? What do you mean you don't? Well, I mean, if you're not, if you don't interact with affirmative action, I'm at a university. You and I met at a university. Yeah. It might impact you and me a little bit more than most fucking people. I guess so. I guess. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. All right. Yeah. I hear you. I'm like, I'm, but affirmative action seems like one of the, like, like I don't know, it seems like one of those that you can have distance from. I don't think that the pro-life shit, or, the pro, or whatever. The, well, the of course, way. no, it's not going to be as big as, you know, rolling yeah. away. Yeah. So. Maybe they just yeah. don't know what the fuck, the, like, what does that even mean? And nobody can really answer that question. Or it's not given context. Like, what's that mean? It was overturned. There's never a law to begin with. So, well, <laughs> that's a good question. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, that is confusing. Yeah. Because when, and it's gotten me, and again, we were talking about it during the uh, abortion, was it's a lot of things that the Supreme Court, like the prior generation Supreme Court, ruled on, and then this current generation overturns that. And I'm thinking, I didn't know you could reach into the archives and do that. It's no, because each one's a different. Uh, each one's a different. They didn't rule on Roe v. Wade. Oh, they some ruled on, another case uh, came up. That's correct. Yes, yeah. they ruled on that case. And the pertinent precedents were set either by Roe v. Wade or other ones. Mm. And so they're not re-ruling on Roe v. Wade, even though technically... Okay, technically they're not, but in reality they kind of fucking are. <laughs> um, the, the Roe v. Wade, not to get stuck down this rabbit hole, but the, everyone always knew that the legal precedent for Roe v. Wade was always on shaky ground. Which is mm-hmm. why everybody's like, kind of holding their breath, hey, we should do something about this. I think everybody got complacent that it never was really... Thoroughly and that's why they with... said they should have turned it into law. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. They should have put that shit up to a fucking vote and had that shit pushed in. And to think and... It, it decades had passed and no one thought to seriously make oh, it no. law. Lots of people. The, the, the women's rights movement have been fighting for that for a long no, I mean, time. Not, not actual. I mean, like politicians to take the initiative. And... No, they, they did too. It just, they just didn't. Oh. They wanted to use their political. So each politician or whatever gets a small amount of political will. So you've got basically, it's like money. You get a certain, you have to spend a certain amount to do things. Mm. And I know this because I work in kind of a politicized environment. So if you want to get big changes or certain things moved through, there's going to inevitably be people that fight against you. Of course. And to expend that, calling in favors, pulling in your time, 
for a lot of the politicians raising money and defending a tax while you're doing that. All of that is like you can chalk that up to political um, political will or political uh, currency. In other words, to get to do just about anything requires a lot of you know hand holding and hand shaking and convincing Kissing and all babies. sorts of stuff. You got to play the game. Yeah. Yeah. You got to play the whole fucking game. You got to yeah. do this all all your people and, and the people that you represent and all that good shit. And ultimately, it might fail. So something that you're pretty sure isn't going to get overturned and nobody's really paying attention to and quite frankly might die. Like it's, it's like getting gun control passed. That's why no politicians yeah. really have put forth anything of decent chance and fucking win because it dies all the time. So mm. a lot of the politicians will come up, you know, are, are those on the left come up with all sorts of wonderful things to fucking say after every mass shooting. Yeah. We need to talk about this. And then it just dies. You don't hear about it again. True. It's like that. It takes a massive amount of political will to even get it to the conversation stage. And then it fucking dies. So why bother? That's mm. where it is. That's the, the apathy of what is it called? The banality of evil? Or the, I call it the apathy of evil. Yeah. Like the fact that you can't get anything passed. It's that vicious because, cycle. Yes. Yeah. So it automatically discourages. The system is automatically discouraged change. Holy shit. Which is why it's so crazy that some of these precedents that we've been sitting on for decades, as you were saying, were overturned or overruled. They somehow decided that this, uh, which one is it? We should get a legal fucking person on here one of these days. Oh, I would love that. Because I if do anyone not know enough. Is uh, legal, and you want to come hop on with us? Just uh, come, feel free. Yeah. I just don't know enough about the minutia behind all of this. There's a lot of even reading. I mean, so we, I did more reading on like what legality. the fuck this means. Yeah. Right. Well, I I did more like reading and understand, trying to understand like what this ultimately means down the road and impacts, rather than like what small legal thing rule that there's no way I fucking know about should be the next thing in line to like challenge because I think it's now do you bring challenges based on you know the hell do you bring challenges based on I don't that, know because hmm. there's got to be a path forward for Anyways. things like uh, like affirmative action not necessarily things on affirmative action but things that will help um, yes affirmative action yes but not necessarily race based like, there are other ways to do this besides being race-based. There's ways to do this in ways that's like, well, what about those that don't have a lot of money? Mm. And you're trying to cast the net to also include a certain population. Well, now, um, like, socioeconomic. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Because that's still acceptable. So do you go that avenue? Because you can do that. You can be like, well, we're going, no, 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 we're pure socioeconomic. But guess what? Black people have been disenfranchised for so long that, you know, the top two on the list are going to be natives and blacks. Hispanic, you would still create that shield that you initially had. Okay. Right. You are legally defended from your decision while also casting the net to the population that you're trying to get. Mm. So that's why I'm saying, like, there's got to be an avenue forward to still do what you want to do, but not necessarily in the way that you have been doing it. You just, it's the loophole game. Is it a loophole? The way that you're phrasing it, it sounds like you're going another way around and just using terminology different to gain mm-hmm. the ground that you want to achieve. Fuck, that's all legal. That's if you've ever that's what I'm saying. Lawyer, that's all fucking. That's what <laughs> law is. It's a 
you just ran off a Law and Order episode to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all fucking law is. It's just like I'm like Jack McCoy's here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I I don't know. Maybe maybe you've got a good point there. Like. I don't think I got defensive there, but maybe you've got a good point there in terms of like, instead of doing what we actually should be doing, which is trying to help even the playing field overall as a societal idea, Uh we have now been forced to go like this weird ulterior route instead of being very specific about what we're trying to accomplish. Which doubles the efforts and going to take twice the amount of time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's what bothers me, and I get it. It's the game, and that's the system, and that is the way it is. But, damn, it's exhausting thinking about it, and we don't even know the depths of it. Right. Yeah. yeah that's where it gets shitty. Because in, in I think that because we don't know a lot about this, law isn't decided like some fucking dude is like, we're going to do this now, and then that's it. It's, yeah. They write a fucking law, and then nobody knows what the hell that law means. <laughs> so they start, like, challenging it in different ways. Like, people bring up lawsuits, and then, you know, this is where they're like, well, this is kind of like this in the past, so we're going to default to this. Or this is completely different from that, so we're going to make our own decision. Here's why I'm not going to follow that as precedent. So everything in law is precedent, right? Like, yeah, except when it's not. something that happened before. Right. That's similar enough. Yes. And and if you don't, then you better have a damn good reason. This is what's so mind-boggling to me. Of You've mentioned before that they have defended these things. Oh, you stupid sons of bitches. What's up? Fuck. So Oregon is a dry fucking tinderbox right now, and I got kids shooting off fireworks. Oh, God. Your whole coast to end up on fire. Dude. I remember the time I was there and it was raining ashes. Dude, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Not great. <laughs> and I was like, this is normal? <laughs> Looks like black snow. Yeah, um, y'all, um, y'all don't get to have a 4th of July out there. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, all, it's so dry, the whole thing could go up. Oh, yeah. Um, I might need to text these motherfuckers. Hold on a second. Okay. Don't need a Chicago fire out there, right? Hey, uh, let me let me call. Uh, let me start back up in a second, okay? Okay, I gotta drop off and make this call. All right, okay. we'll be back. Yep. Tip. Hey, buddy. All right, did you park Ranger that shit? I earned my stitches. There we go. Because <laughs> only you can prevent forest fires. This ain't the place. This ain't the time to do that. It's you never too close place to my house. time where you are. Y'all just... burn annually. Dude, no. It's so dry. You I mean, asshole. mom telling me they still got the smog and smoke in Detroit from the goddamn fires in Canada. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, shit. Well, the uh, 
right after you and I hung up, they started doing the ones that shoot in the air. Oh, yeah. And they clearly didn't aim it properly because it Uh-oh. started going off at like a 45-degree angle. I'm like, oh. I don't think they're supposed to do that. Oh, You no. dipshit. <laughs> so when they explode, they start going towards the guys are just dumb. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So I call him up. I'm like, look, this doesn't look like a commercial setup. He's like, it's just like motorists. I was like, yeah. It's... That pulled up and he started shooting out fireworks. He's like, all right. Got my name and number. He's like, thanks. Like, yeah. Send somebody, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Save Oregon. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wouldn't be so sensitive about it had I not lived through that 2020. Yeah, it was the 2021. Um, because it was it was the pandemic, and then the fucking they had one of the worst uh, wildfires in recent memory, which I feel like that gets trumped every year. But anyways, um, oh yeah, I think they called it the Eagle Creek fires, something like that. But anyways, it was set up by some some dipshits. As yeah. I, I think, like a good forty percent of these fires, are, most of the time like, it is. Yeah, yeah, it, it's either like lightning strikes, which you know, what are you gonna do, or somebody that just <laughs> has to go camping. Okay. Nice. I uh, I'm walking by a neighbor that also is reporting it. Ah, there you go. Because <laughs> nobody wants to get. I reported it too. Down. Oh, you it also? Yes, it did. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Oh. No. No, you weren't. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, I'm just being neighborly. But you We've just made a difference shit. on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, affirmative action. Soren saving the West Coast, bitches. <laughs> just, I don't want to. It'd be nice. I don't need, I don't want you. Yeah. Burn. <laughs> I like Matt. You got a whole ass family. Um, right? We've got so many wildfires. Y'all have more than enough sure. homeless people. <laughs> Right? <laughs> We've had so many wildfires lately. I'm not sure if my insurance. I mean, they can't. That's an act of God. I'm like, no, <laughs> it's an act of fucking John over there, and he's a fucking dumbass. God might have made him stupid. Stupid ass kids. <laughs> God might have made him stupid, but that was no act of God. <laughs> oh, man. So, I gotta remember where we were. <laughs> I I think we were talking generally about how we were talking uh, about law, the impact, right? Yeah, the impact. Yes. What does this even mean? Is there a way forward? Is it all just a bunch of like loops that we now have to do? And you bring up a good point. Like, did they make it more um, tricky now? Like, you know, because the system is already adverse to change. It's meant to not change until something catastrophic mm-hmm. happens. Did they just make it that much worse now where it's going to be even stuff passed or to create a law where we do this? Or, like Roe v. Wade, did they now just blow open the doors on a bunch of fucked up laws that we're now going to have to fight like whack-a-mole? Yes. Where... Yeah. Oh, we were talking about like how law was decided to a certain extent of like Nobody knows what the fuck this law means when it's written. So they just mm-hmm. challenge the shit out of it and they so slowly sift it out like a like you're baking a fucking cake until finally <laughs> you figure out what the hell's going on. They sift out all uh-huh. the clumps of stupid bullshit. Maybe more like a scoop and poop out of kitty litter is probably 
more accurate than baking a cake. The way um, DC sounds, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> it's more of a kitty litter type of situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he stick to the clump. That's it. Yeah. Law and uh, politics is um, it's it's way <laughs> above my attention. Right. Yeah, I just because I get bored reading legal jargon or any oh, yeah. bills that people write, it's it's too much. It's hundreds of pages of just talking out of your ass. Yes, yes, yes. And, oh my god, it's good God. Just the bullshit in your game. I mean, someone has to do it. I, I get it. And they get paid yeah. well for it. They're good at it. Oh, they get paid amazingly well. And because what they do affects society on a grand Honestly, scale. I've worked with our general counsel many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, d- depending. Maybe not exactly the general counsel like the dude, but the office. Mm-hmm. And there's some fucking awesome people. I'm not going to lie. Because they sort through and sift through. All right, so as a person, like, game respects game kind of situation. I'm not trying okay. to do my own horn, but I have noticed that when I'm in meetings or when we're deciding on stuff, I have um, a certain knack for picking out the important decision points and then, mm-hmm. you know, making sure that we stay on those. That's just experience talking. I definitely wasn't born that way or anything like that. <laughs> this is experience of being able to, like, filter that through. Yeah. Um. And I've always thought that I was good at it. And I'm, I, I interact with people that are even better than I am. And I always try to learn something from them because they're really solid. So it's like that, that woman's really fucking smart. So like their CFO is really good at that. Um, so I'm sitting here with general counsel and I lay out, you know, our thoughts and what we're thinking, all that shit. And within like eight seconds, he does what I do. Only it takes longer. Uh, like it's the major decision point. He's like, okay, so these three things, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm like, Fuck, that's a good point. You've convinced me. <laughs> like eight <laughs> seconds, and dude just convinced me. But it's like these, I think, are the main decision points. The rest of it is, you know, essentially not inconsequential, but is more to provide context. But these are the main, main three things. Once you figure out where you land on these three decision points, the rest of it kind of sits into wherever it needs to. And anyways, I just I really respect that people we can see a lot of different things going on all at the same time and be like, mm, it's these three points. That's a gift. That's a gift. Yeah. Or a ridiculous amount of training and experience, but I think you've got to have that to begin with. I think so, you can um, improve it. You can uh, mold it. You can probably zero it in, but I think you have to have something in you coming mm-hmm. out of the womb. Because that's, yeah. um, that's something that needs to be honed. I don't know if you can just get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's an exception. So that's what I, I, I do at least appreciate when I work with people like that. Now the assholes who craft bills that are like five thousand pages long, I don't think those. I think they probably know the three decision points, and then add in an extra four thousand nine hundred eighty. They hide it. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like that's the Patriot the Act. Game. Nobody read that thing. It was, no. it was like 2,800 pages. That's and the like, terms and conditions. Yes, that's basically... Yes. Nobody's reading that shit. <laughs> we're, we're changing our you. Uh, <laughs> so, we're updating terminology in our you. Uh, basically, that's what the Patriot Act was. They're like, look, you're going to give us unlimited fucking power, and here's the extra 2,752 pages that you don't need to goddamn worry about. 
all the legalese and bullshit, but really what they distill it on down. Like, you're going to give us unlimited power to spy on our people and fight terrorism. I was like the Sokovia Accords. What the yeah. fuck is this? <laughs> right. Summarize this shit for me. <laughs> Do I got to register? Oh, I'm not doing that. All right. <laughs> no, no. That fucking barcode going on my hand. Fuck you. Fuck that. Nah, I'm good. That seems real uh, holly no. to me. Well, go ahead. <laughs> so, <laughs> when we talk about right, the fucking Magneto shit, he ain't going back. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, no don't take back. <laughs> <laughs> so, when we do talk about what it means going forward to overturn or to reinvigorate the, the conversation around it. What are we trying to even accomplish? Are we trying to get race-based? Like, is that important? And why is it important, do you think, to have race-based um, admissions? For the sake of, as we were speaking earlier, the equal opportunity. And I think a I'm going to just say it. It's a bunch of people that believe that there's not still any privilege to being white mm-hmm. and that it would be unfair to give somebody an opportunity because they are black or Native American or any other other minority groups and give them a favorable entrance. And that's just blindly not seeing society for what it is it's sad that that happens and that it's needed. But if you don't do it, I get to thinking what other people's fears are that we'll go right back to the discrimination and the, the prejudice of not letting people in because of their race. Maybe you don't want minorities at Harvard or Princeton or wherever. And I'm afraid that they could do that without being prevented from doing so. I'm not saying it could happen, but they would have that ability. That's my biggest concern with the removal of affirmative action, that the opportunities that were put in place can just unequivocally be revoked, and there's nothing that can be done to oppose it. Was it effective when you were doing your research? Did you find anything that said it was like a good program? It was not. I saw it was effective and it worked, but the only problem is we can only base it on what beforehand the effects when the, I mean, America was prejudiced. Yeah. You're you're talking about 64 and before? (laughs) Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. Okay. I I don't have a sample size for after. (laughs) so now we're in the after so now we'll see if the world is less racist than it was in the 60s (laughs) fuck that's not exactly apples to apples right there yeah it's not that's the problem you you can't really get a good sample size because our world has has changed yeah and yeah I mean it's changed significantly me and you don't have to you know use different bathrooms so that's always fun um, it's hard to gauge this stuff one because it's just happened and two yeah. we're in a completely different world from our parents generation yeah so you would hope that the removal of affirmative action that society is in a place where a we're afraid because we're looking at history as our sample size but 
hopefully, hey, fuck it, we might not need it. So I want to, and I'm a, a diehard optimist, despite all my cynicism, um, <laughs> that I want to believe that affirmative action was more like a training wheel. Type thing. Yes, you get what you I'm going what I mean? with this. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that it was. It, it sure was needed was for its time. It sure as shit was. And hopefully we've outgrown that time. That's what I want to believe. Yes. That's, that's what I would love to be like, okay. And as I told you, my fear is if we find out we didn't. That would ruin me. And we can't know until we're in that position. I'm thinking years from now to see what had happened. If we're like half a generation too early with it. Yes, we are. There's no way we can call it now. It's impossible. Yeah, I just like, oh, it's, yeah. (laughs) We're still in like doing the forest from the tree situation. Yeah, it's, it's, we're still in like round seven. There's, there's yes. a lot more to go. Yeah, yeah, we're in this shit. <laughs> we'll never I know. Just... Every actually, that's a good call. Every decision that we are speaking on in the current day is yeah, half a generation away. Your kids will have to become adults for us to even get an inkling of what's going on. Yeah. So we're speculating, I mean, hopefully intelligently and with a, a good view on what we must yes. not understand. But part of me wants to be like, okay, so we remove the training wheels. Uh-huh. Are we going to tip over? Uh. Or are we ready to like actually fucking ride this goddamn bike? Ride the bike of equality. <laughs> 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 All the way to a post-race society, motherfucking Mexican. Just like Paddle Obama's straight train. in the post-racism. <laughs> <laughs> and my answer is based on what I've been seeing, no. <laughs> That's what I sometimes think. sometimes yes. Actually, I will say that sometimes yes, like our friendship or a lot of actually a lot of my friend group in general is like this. So it's easy for me to have a blind eye. It's so fucking easy. But I mean, you know, you five minute conversation it. with them. Yeah, no, I walk out of these city walls and it's, it gets a little rough sometimes. You know, I get looks or comments or, you know, followed. Oh, fuck. Honestly, right. me and not you there are, we're kind of in a minority position because one, our friendship, two, your marriage, and three, where you are, and three, where I am as well, because I'm in like, a, in Virginia, it's a, big old military area and government workers and it's people from all over the country if not the world and there's a lot of interracial marriages and I'm meeting different people mm-hmm. and um, but once you get beyond this and you go to a different part of Virginia it's getting pretty white <laughs> <laughs> and it ain't too much mixing and you know I get a few more looks is, is that Tiger Woods or Dave Chappelle yeah, so, yeah. Like the reason, the reason we didn't go into fucking Bannon, oh, <laughs> Brian. <yeah. laughs> I'm not taking my multi-culty family in here. You, you can't. You can't. So now I'm thinking: is the majority of the world what we know it as what we're living in, or is it what we've seen it can be? And I don't know. I I, I think it's a tug of war between the two. Oh, right. think, it, always, it always is. Yeah, because that's been the divide that we've talked about so often. 
Yes. And in general, just like that is the world. The world is what it actually is and what it could be. And we do our damnedest to try to make it what it could be until we can't push any more information. Hopefully mm-hmm. we give enough education and a good enough push to get them started. Um, that's, that's basically it. The sad part is that we have to acknowledge that maybe um, I don't want to word it. progress isn't in any way linear and occasionally you're going to slip back. And uh. I think this is where the fear comes in, especially once you see things like Roe v. Wade and and so, oh, back to that uh, ABC, whatever, um, poll, they were saying that they pulled the people on a question, how did they exactly word it? Do you feel that the, um, the, the Supreme Court is voting, probably given options, but the most chosen option, which is crazy, is that do you feel like the, the Supreme Court court is voting its political ideology or the law oh. and it was the vast majority said their political ideology which was a oh. huge shift from just a few years ago where they said that they voted the law Ooh. and there's going to be depending on how you identify democrat or otherwise or other things they started to cut that to split that data up into different cohorts and different portions of it and it was all eye-opening it is as eye-opening as you would expect it to be. Like the Republicans are going to have kind of obvious decisions, um, but that was a huge switch, and quite frankly, probably accurate if I were to say so. Um, oh, absolutely. Like, like, do you think they're going political ideology, or do you think that they are, you know, more letter of the law? Ideology. Yeah, fuck. I, I don't even know how you can argue that. I don't know who the fuck chose anything else but that. I'm I trying can't to keep it. it. There's no part of me to even hesitated right <laughs> i was like that's obviously the fucking answer because everything that's been on their docket is agenda based there's a narrative of what they want the it seems they want the country to fit a certain ideology i i will say that and again it's not entirely in the scope of our combo here but like that the the what's it called it uh i'm not word finding issues anymore sleep <laughs> The, <laughs> it's been a rough week, but um, I believe you. Yeah, the Biden thing with the uh, student loans. Student loans, gotcha. Yeah, that was he didn't have that kind of power to do so. He just promised it, and now he's like trying to put it on the evil SCOTUS for making this decision. I'm like, okay, maybe, but you also never had that power in the first place, and I kind of think you were just trying to buy young people's votes. Kind of no, think you're just trying. He and did. I get it. Yeah, and I totally get it. But also, you try to do it by circumventing Congress. Put that shit for a vote, watch it die. But you still could have put it for a fucking vote. Um, because he just wants to be like, hey, you know, I kept my uh, campaign promise. I tried. Yeah. Hey, hey, these assholes stopped me. Yeah. Those that's why you got to put, put me in for another four years. And that's I'll why try again, but remember my name in 24. And this is why the Democrats seen his pussies. <laughs> <laughs> it's either between the pussies or the evil people, and this is a terrible decision I have to make. But at least, you know, the evil people have balls. <laughs> the pussies have, you know, morals. <laughs> the Bi- Biden's decision passed forward, if they were able to swing it at all, was um, pack the fucking court. Take Take the conservative judges off the table if you can. 
pack the fucking court and then try to get something through. I don't know how feasible any of this is. Like I don't know if you can get anyone legally. off from a job that you got to die to leave. No, no, no. Packing the court just means take it up to nine. Oh. Like, fuck seven. There's nothing in there that says it has to be seven, I don't think. I don't I don't know. I remember you said that, and I didn't know. Yeah. An odd number is probably a good number, idea. right? Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, okay. Fuck it. And, yeah, well, fuck go it. Go nine, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Until the next Republican gets in, and then it's magical after 11. <laughs> yes. Everybody I, just keeps going until we're up to that's 23. Right. <laughs> 100,429 judges. I like this. It's ridiculous. Court. It's more Supreme Court justices than Congress members now. <laughs> God damn it. Fucking dig up Judge Judy. She's fucking fixed this shit up. <laughs> Bring her back. <laughs> Bring her back. Judy, Judy, roll on this shit. So that's that's kind of where I land on this. Is just I I don't think that they have been voting necessarily the law. There are times where I'm like, yeah, that that was the correct decision. I don't like it. Go fuck it. Go have all you. I don't give a shit. But here's the thing. Here's where I land on it. Uh-huh. If you are going to bail out banks. You fucking better bail out citizens. Thank you. This is what I was saying. Listen, if you're gonna let if you're gonna let the banks fail, then understandably let the student loans uh, get paid off. I'm not because society has made it so you need that degree to get anywhere. Well, I don't know about all that, but it's definitely pushed us in the last twenty years. That's definitely been the thing. That's what I'm saying. You gotta to to get a a, a high paying job. Well, uh, here's the thing though: it doesn't need to be as expensive. They just did a lot of disinvestment. The state, okay, the amount of money that the states put into higher education mm-hmm. dropped off a fucking cliff back in 07, 08, and haven't returned to those levels. Not returned anywhere close to those levels. So everybody's like, oh, the price of fucking tw- always been high. It was just, you didn't fucking see it. It was subsidized mm-hmm. by your taxes, which are going God knows fucking where now. I, I get know. the whole system. <laughs> I get the whole system runs all flicky buckets and everybody has their hands and everything. But oh man, like, I want to, I want to, you know, a twenty twenty special. Where the fuck our tax dollars go? <laughs> That's what bullshit. I see. They go on bullshit. Yeah. I, they <laughs> in Oregon they authorized like one hundred and twelve million dollars or some shit. I don't know, some fucking ridiculous number, a ridiculous number to deal with the homeless population. We broke it down to like it'll help two thousand people a year. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? Two thousand people a year? What the fuck? You can build all of them homes for this man. That's what I'm saying. It's not Jesus even it's nothing. <laughs> fuck. That's why I still think you should have like a like a like a homeless hunger games type shit, right? Uh, I will watch that. <laughs> generate some money. Not a lot, just twenty of them, whatever. And they would generate enough money. To pay for the rest of them, okay? There's going to be some tributes. I mean, people love some gladiatorial battles, so you know. sure do. You know, people will <laughs> listen to this and be like, I can't believe they said that, but they yeah. buy a ticket to that shit. I, that's <laughs> the crazy part. Like, everybody's like so disgusted, but they fucking watch. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm kidding for those of you who are not understanding. Um, Unless you're willing to pay. <laughs> in which case, I will... Share my Patreon in the DMs later. There you um, go. <laughs> 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 I 
the uh, forget my train of thought on that one, but I, I don't know where all of that reinvestment will come in. But the very fact that we will slow down our interest rate hikes or bail out banks or allow JP Morgan Chase or whatever the fuck um, to like, I don't know, do giant bank purchases and lend them money and all the weird fucking financial shit that yeah. goes on just save, you know, Silicon Valley and all these other banks. And yet <laughs> students are like, look, we're under crushing amounts of debt and uh, wages have stagnated. And honestly, I feel bad for millennials. Um, that's been a shit, a shit sandwich generation is what they are. They've gotten eventually, effectively, what, like three? Three financial crises? And oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's fucking insane. Ever since I've become an adult, I've been through, yeah, the 08. <laughs> well, even before 08, that, 08. like, 01? I guess the dot-com bubble was maybe a little late, but you had to deal with the aftermath of that right as you were going into college. So you had to this decide true, there. Yeah. Um, and then, so that's that's like the older millennials. I get that, like 81 and over. Yeah. Um, and I, you can take a look at on a chart. You can see, much to John's point, I, I wanted to backtrack a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, I think our old like economics and finance podcast, one of our first ones, where I remember looking at, I think we were still in the middle of the pandemic then, mm-hmm. like how much inflation was driving, um, I'm sorry, inflation was driven by corporate profits and squeezing for extra dimes and dollars where it wasn't entirely necessary. And as a lot of mom and pop businesses go out of, out of business, uh, business and as the big guys come in and buy up all their either inventory or squeezing the fuck out and let them rot, who gives a shit? We are starting to look at a consolidation of a lot of the big, big box stores, big box uh, like Amazon, and they they can run their business at a fucking loss and not give a shit because they'll get money from elsewhere. And they're squeezing corporate profits more and more, and they are a much larger factor to inflation than was true maybe 30, 40 years ago. So you've got a lot of these big players that are now skewing this market however the fuck they want. Politicians who are willing to kowtow to them. And the only thing that really kept a lot of this in check, the Supreme Court. Sure, executive branch and sure, legislative branch that almost never did anything because it gets <laughs> gridlocked. But the, at least the, like, the law branch Everybody had some level of faith in everybody. Political, like yeah, the liberals probably going to side towards more of a liberal opinion, but they surprise you every now and then. Same with the Republicans, yeah. sorry, the conservative ones. They're like, oh, I didn't expect you know that person to go that direction. Yeah, and now it's always the way you think it's going to be. They almost never fucking surprise you. Which like, is yeah. why we said ideology over law. So why the fuck do we even have them in here now? We can get AI that does that shit. Bruh, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I can get seven fucking AIs. Like, here's the Google AI. Here's... <laughs> Disney AI. <laughs> Disney AI. Just any, all the major corporations. You get an AI, you install it in the Supreme Court, and we'll sway it's... based on whatever helps your stocks. Right. 
because that's the way it looks. I mean, a human should be able to sway to some point based on more than just political ideology. Or at least read the law. Like, I get that your upbringing and your ideology will impact your way to review or reference a law. I'm not saying you can divorce those. That is what makes it human. You can't change anyone's perspective. I just think there needs to be a certain amount of leeway because, as you were mentioning, it's becoming much more predictable the way that whoever, if the person is conservative or liberal, which way they're going to vote on a particular issue. You can guess it. These people that were writing the articles were predicting how the outcome was going to be based on how many conservative or liberal justices were sitting up there. And they were right on every one when I read the articles that were doing the leaks of what was coming up on the dockets. Yeah, yeah. Because remember I told you, I saw before they mentioned that um, on, what was this, June 19, I wrote they were going to talk about affirmative action, student loans, and the LGBTQ rights. And that's exactly what they did. Yep. And then the other things that they had for later in the year or early next year was uh, should domestic abusers have access to guns? Do no. Yeah, that's an easy one. <laughs> um, may charter schools mandate girls to wear skirts? I don't know why that was important. But okay. Where does a transgender woman belong when incarcerated? And targeted voting ban in Mississippi against the blacks who serve their prison sentences. That's interesting. Yes. Anyone who serves their prison sentence should be allowed voting rights. No fucking end stop, period. No, nothing else. Nothing else needs to be said. Otherwise, our justice system is a lie and they have to acknowledge that it's a fucking lie. Ooh, I like that. That's fucked up. We'll see how that goes. We do need another another one of these where we talk about apparently Supreme Court bullshit, but one where we talk about um, LGBT and those loans. Uh, Yeah, because that's the ones I wanted to talk about next. The loans, the LGBT, especially with the business, and then there was one other one about the Native Americans, Mm. the uh, adoption. Oh, I heard about that one. What's that one? Um, let me see what I write. Native Americans got a law upheld that was originally placed in 1978 that allows for keeping adoptees with their tribes and traditions. Okay. Research more into that because that would be interesting. So those three would be, you know, other support Supreme Court rulings along with the other four I mentioned. So yeah, that's a whole nother episode. Well, what I find interesting, especially amongst the LGBT one. And we might as well talk about it at least a little bit. Yeah. Is that some of this, like the laws were never based upon theoretical. They were based upon actual, like, this is what happened. And now we need uh, a law to come in or whatever, a a legal entity to come in and Mm -hmm. clarify things for us. That is not the case with the LGBT one. That was like hypothetical. Yeah. How do you? It never happened. The person never happened. The person said that, like, the person who requested the gay cake or whatever was straight dude. And the person at the website was like, that was never requested of me. So they basically brought a, 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 a case all the way to the Supreme Court that was based on things that never happened. So it's here. And that is real fucked up. 
I didn't even know you could take that that far up. without any proof of evidence. I, I, I didn't. I don't know enough about what the fuck that means, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know enough about the legal ins and outs. I know. I don't know what the hell any of that shit means. But that don't sound right to me. <laughs> I don't know that. how you get to the uh, one. I really don't know how you get into the Supreme Court. But two, I don't know how you get to the Supreme Court without you know reasonable doubt. I need something there, some well, solid can- like a. Hey, this is my receipt or this is my email thread or something that this guy denied me. But the vendor comes in and he's like, hey, I never met these people or they never placed that order. That's weak sauce. And the, the Supreme Court shouldn't have to hear that. I know that in order to get things to different levels of courts, you just have to appeal and there needs to be merit to your appeal. Like you can go before an appellate court and they'll be like, all right, you can kick it up to the next level kind of thing. Like, is there merit to your argument? Um, is there ever uh, an opportunity to, to be like, nah, we ain't kicking that up? Yes, absolutely. They do that shit all the time. Then how the fuck did that make it? I don't know. That's why I'm like, <laughs> this was fucking weird. This was real weird. That got all that attention, and it was just, you know, he said, she said type of stuff. I, that's the crazy part. I, I truly do not know, but that is... Because I don't know the details behind that. That was just like articles that I was reading. They're like, hey, none of this shit ever happens. How the fuck did it? Yeah, Number everything one, I read about court. that has been kind of, it's like smoke and mirrors and people get behind it as they do to be upset yeah. and outraged. But the more I looked into it, I couldn't get anything concrete on it. Yes. I was like, what the hell happened exactly here? So I think we need to do a little bit more research to figure out what's going on. But that yes. is an interesting one. I think people need to at least be aware that that's kind of the decisions that are getting made. And that's, to me, a little scary. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because I told you my biggest fears are the three of them taking away marriage of both interracial mm-hmm. gays and uh, taking back voting rights. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. Going back to that fifth thing that we were talking about when we kicked this off. Yep. That's like- frightening. That's right. Like, well, you only get like one fifth of the vote. Like, That's what you. I'm saying. I don't, uh, fuck that. What was I it? There need... was a. Go ahead. Talk of Trump saying something about like he would try to revoke naturalized rights, whatever the fuck that means, dipshit. But <laughs> like, people are born in the country and they're citizens. It's the end of fucking story. I don't know. What there's no. About. There's no. Come on. He can't do that. He shouldn't be able Probably. to do that. He can't, but that's the kind of that's the kind of weird shit that I don't know. We're but like, you know, he would get people behind him because I was hearing stories, and this yeah. I don't know is true, so no one quote me. But DeSantos was trying to uh, get rid of the illegals, air quotes, and he was <laughs> yeah. putting them on buses and sending them to other states. Yes, but the people down in Florida that are ahead of farms and construction says 60% Mm -hmm. of their workforce is gone. Migrant workers, I know. Yeah, and I went, (laughs) well, look at that. You need them. (laughs) Fucking idiots. You fucking moron. These idiots are the very definition of cut your nose off to spite your face. Like They don't understand how shit works. They're Uh, they're too far removed. How how is he not connected to that? How does he not know? You're in fucking Florida. It's his own fucking state. The goddamn sunshine state. You're big of orange of on that shit. state is operating? Right. You don't know how your oranges work? For Christ's <laughs> sakes, Miami might as well be Cuba. 
<laughs> what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Come well, on, that's the thing man. too. That's I to my knowledge, there's a lot of gatekeeping and like closing the door behind you in immigrant populations. And mm. that's something we can talk about at some point. But Ooh, I understand that, that it's not always as clean as it looks of like, well, then you support these people. Some people are like, no, nah, I got mine. <laughs> I'm gonna increase the Ooh, chance of my family. A buddy doing of mine well. at work mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. Because he was telling me he's a Vietnamese and he was telling me the surprising number of Asian and Hispanic people that are uh, supporters of Trump. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I went, wow. And he says, yeah, with the fact that he represents, you know, getting rid of immigrants and all of that. But they're they're down with that. And I went, well, most of them that came and he said, exactly. Yeah, they 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 got there. For some reason, they don't want to help anyone else get over here. And I went, well, that's fucked up. Yeah, I don't know how you get like that. I don't know either. It's a me first mentality, and it's also like a matter of what is the greatest chance of my success, and that's making sure that there's no competition. That there's no competition. That's really Uh, it. Like removing some of that. Like if, there's, if you're, there's okay. more than enough to go around. I didn't say I agreed with the mentality. <laughs> I hear you though. <laughs> I hear that's I know. That's, I'm like, dude, this it's not a zero sum game. That's what actually, I'm saying. We're well, back multiplies. to what we talked about before. You don't have to step on anyone to climb up a ladder. Here's the thing: wealth multiplies. You don't steal it from somebody. It they're printing more money. There's more to get. Don't worry about it. I so, promise you they're going to keep printing money. Yeah, they're going to keep printing. Don't worry. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. We can talk about some of that shit in the future. Um, yeah. We is will. there anything else that you no, want to I talk about we... with? Okay. I think we nailed it. All right, buddy. All right. Until next time. <laughs> thanks for listening, ladies and gentlemen, to Real Talk, and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye. Bye.